you believe in miracles? Got Fizzle in the house. Fizzle was good, man. Fizzle, glad to have you here. Let's go. This the South Harmon Podcast. Glad you here today. Hit that Patreon link if you here to stay. Dynasty best ball, that's my favorite way. 40 chess trade show. Let's make a trade today or check the AMA. You know Adam at the ATM. Mike always in the building. He gonna stay with him. They gonna start every show off with their own trade. Fantasy's a big ocean, they made their own wave. Make sure you tap in there Tuesdays and Saturdays. Tuesday night, Saturday morning, ain't no better way. Hit that notification bell when the news break. Go subscribe right now, don't get the news late. Destination Devi, that's the team. Dynasty football, man, that's my favorite thing. I remember Biggie said it was all a dream. Now people watching on their phones and computer screens. Welcome to the team. Welcome back in, everybody, to another edition of the Dynasty Trade Show. I don't know why I said that with a question mark, but I'll take it. If you like your deals featured, make sure that you hit it off. <laughs> hit us up at patreon.com forward slash South Harmon. S O U T H Harmon. Not Got spelling it. out Harmon. <laughs> Got it. I like and that. South spelled out and then Harmon. It's two H's. Harman. Make sure you get that right. Uh, you'll see it down here. South Harmon. Also, uh, make sure you're checking out the uh, the new website, yeah. southharmonff.com. I, I love vodka, man. I just, I love vodka. How you I'm, doing, man? I love bourbon. I'm doing great. Uh, I'm excited to see Mike is rocking the hoodie. Uh, or is that, is that a t-shirt? Oh, this is a t-shirt. This okay, t-shirt. Uh, well, yeah. you know what? I'm projecting. I got the guns off. It's, it's, it's middle of June. I can't rock this. But I will say, this Same gear t- is fire. It's and it's on southharmonff.com. Also, this hoodie will be given away to somebody in the Discord. That which, exact one? Uh, yes, this exact one, man. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a few of these. Um, but I want to make sure that people are getting, you know, the first gear. I I had to. Sh- I had to bring it here. Check it out. Make sure it's all good. I don't want you know somebody yeah. getting something they feel like is you know yeah some less than. Trash. I'll be honest. It was. It, it exceeded my expectations. I was pumped when I saw it, and the fact that I have I to give it, it away. Makes me a little upset, but I I got more coming. It's okay. We're gonna but we're gonna know, order there, more. There's there's a website you can buy more, man. That's how and that's goes. the whole point. Check out southharmonff.com, and if you do want to have a chance for the giveaway, it won't be for this hoodie, but for other giveaways in the future, and you want to get your deal on the show, patreon.com forward slash southharmon. Mike already alluded to uh, south spelled out within the harmon at the end. Also, last thing, if you don't want to do either one of those things, you don't want gear, you don't want to be in the Patreon, just go down and hit the like, subscribe if this is valuable to you. We would love to have you check out the Dynasty Trade Show and just kind of formulate deals and ideas for your league moving forward. Fizzle already told you, though. We start off with one of our own. This day, I'm Ron Burgundy? You are Ron Burgundy. <laughs> oh, sorry. That, I was reading a, the teleprompter. Let's go. <laughs> is, that, is that another question? No. <laughs> I was I'm reading Ron the teleprompter, I'm Ron Burgundy. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Our deals. Um, come off with our deals. We got to talk about this one, buddy. This is shout out to Savage and the Patreon. Um, you know, Mike was all right. Let me just give context from my yeah. perspective, and then I'll let Mike walk through the rest of this. Yeah. Actually, let me read the trade first. Twelve team Superflex lineup start ten. Mike's acquiring Herbert. He is sending away 
324 first, 224 seconds. Now, let me give you the context into how this goes down. Mike has a team, and we're on the Savage Master kind of talking about how no one really has topics or things they want to discuss, uh, like pertinent, things that are right at top of mind. The main thing that was being discussed was like, my leagues are dead, I can't get trades done. So I'm like, all right. Mike, same thing. All right, let, let's talk about how we can maybe get some deals done, and let's talk about one of Mike's teams. For those of, the, for those of you who don't know, Savage Semester is a, a weekly show that we run. It's for patrons only. If you are in the top tier, you're able to come on the show and talk and kick it with us. If you're in the $5 tier, you can come and watch, chat, hang out. Point with that is, Mike's walking through his team, and he basically says the, these words. My team is ready to go but I think it's really ready to go in this format when I look at warp if I can get a second quarterback that's elite. Okay, what do we have to play with? How, how do we make this happen? Even if it's an overpay, he's saying, my team is stacked, and this is kind of what I've built up, the capital or the player values. This is kind of what I've been working towards, and now I look at warp and say, I'm leaning into this. I want to go win one. I'm going to get the second quarterback, even if I have to overpay. So... We walk through this uh, on the Savage Semester. We say, all right, let's start at the top. Patrick Mahomes. Who's got Patrick Mahomes? He makes an offer to Patrick Mahomes' owner. Uh, nothing happens. Okay. Um, let's look at, you know, let's go down. Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. Actually, it was Jalen Hurts first because uh, we had everyone in the in the Savage Semester vote, and they said Jalen Hurts over Josh Allen. Then it was Josh Allen. Then it was Joe Burrow. Then we got to Herbert as the next guy, quarterback five given all of our opinions and values. So the offer to Herbert ends up being the four first and the two seconds. Basically, we look at the guy's team, kind of have an idea of what he wants. Give him three all the first, picks. Three first. Don't, oh, sorry. What did I say? What did I say? Four. Oh, I, I, I see, that's the bourbon kicking in. Mike had the vodka. I had the bourbon. Let's uh, regather ourselves. That's three firsts and two seconds. Apologies for Justin Herbert. But the point is, you're going to get what you believe is your second quarterback that makes this team really, really ready to go. And you didn't want to wait on the liquidity. Um, if it was, if you were able to get an elite quarterback. So all that being prefaced, Mike, walk us through your thoughts on the team, the deal, everything. So my other quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence. Um, I like the fact that I now have Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. Uh, that was something else I wanted to, I had a quarterback room with like Kenny Pickett and Trey Lance and Will Levis. And, and, uh, I think that was it. Those are the other guys who are going to fight for the QB two. rest of the team, in my opinion, was ready to go. I just, I really wanted in a start 10 to get that second elite quarterback to give me the warp advantage every single week. And I could just lock down the QB position. I don't have to worry about it. Um, so different than Pickett, even if you right. think he's going to be better this year. Had a shit ton of picks, as you can see. Had a shit ton of picks in 24. And this was something that now we'll just talk about it from my perspective of where I'm at in the league. And then I'll talk about it as a whole for the league. Uh, my first, my, my team now with two quarterbacks. If you look at some ranking sites, some projection sites, whatever, there's a lot of them out there. Uh, Dynasty GM, Dynasty Daddy. You know, my team is a top three team, right? Uh, by most accounts overall, you know, top three. Uh, starter ranks number one in the league, starter-wise. So I did have the uh, the team to go with it. Quarterbacks, second best, right? There's only one other team, and they have, I believe, Allen and Hurts, right? That's going to be tough to right. beat any day, right? And, and we tried the manager for both of them, and he basically right. told you kick rocks. 
running back ranks, and I know we're not in running backs, but it's half PPR. So I am kind of into running backs in this league, and it is one of those leagues where I don't know how many people play them, but you only start one of each position, and then the rest are flex. So you start one quarterback, one running back, one wide receiver, one tight end, a super flex, and then you have the rest are just made up of flex. So Right, right, right. You know, deep at running back can throw a ton of running backs at half PPR into the lineup. Um, wide receivers, there's enough there. <laughs> there's enough there to make me feel good, especially when I only have to start one. Sure. Um, tight ends, number one in the league. No question about it. So it puts yep. me up there. Yep. On the flip side, the picks, because like we talk about, know your league. To give you some context, the one that I battled with the whole time is not only my first, I'm giving up my liquidity and my flexibility and yada, yada, yada. But for an elite quarterback, we can get past that. I'm willing to do it. Seconds, whatever. The J, what is it? The J, J Beezer, however yeah, you J. want Beezer. to say that You name. were saying it's early leaning, right? It, it's dog shit. <laughs> that team is horrible. If you look on those same ranking sites, no question about it. No matter which one you look at it. The 12th team in the league, uh, horrible. Jared Goff as your number two quarterback. Nothing after that. Uh, running backs are atrocious. Wide receivers are okay. Uh, tight ends are atrocious. And has no draft capital at all. So, mm. yeah. That is good. the uh, – that's, I would say, the singular worst position to be yes. in Dynasty. Right. That manager that thinks they can win it and has pushed all his chips in for this year and has made a god-awful squad. Right. Like, mm-hmm. fully expect this will be an orphan next year. This, this time that we're talking about, right? Sheesh. Like, this is where it's headed, man. It's it's headed for that, right? This right. could be a turnover. And we'll have to do a dispersal or something. But So that was the one I struggled with. Like, if you know that, you know, man, this is going to be the 101, the 102, the 103 at worst. Yeah, it's top three. You, let's, let's call it top three. Do you forego the future value of what that's going to hold in June now? to make a move for an elite quarterback. And this is what I struggled with, but this is also why I went to smart people, our top tier. We had the discussion. Let's work it out. I want multiple different perspectives on it. I don't want to just trust my own because I know what I'm going to do and it's probably going to play too safe. But if you guys were in this position, what would you do? And the consensus was go get the quarterback, right? Lock this up. And the reason for me in all the deep context, which uh, I know you, people are going to be hating. We're going to be talking about this way too long, Mike, for what their <laughs> liking is. But honestly, though, like we talked about some of the intricacies, and we we said, okay, like the Mahomes owner wasn't responding at the time. Nope. And we're thinking, all right, like Mahomes is just Mahomes. You know, like right. there's hard he's, to get. he's just not doing that. Um, Allen and – I think you said – was it Allen and Burrow were on the same team or was it – Allen and Hurts. Allen and Hurts. So two and three are on the same team. This owner, and when you look at this format, like their team can basically, outside of being completely dog shit, like it can float the rest because of those it, two quarterbacks, right? So when you start going bad. down the list, it's like, okay, you got to start thinking about realistic scenarios of, okay, you already you already kind of alluded to the one team is so bad and you're not going to – he there's nothing he can offer you for his own first back that you're like, okay, this is an elite quarterback. I'm going to give it to you. Not doing it. That's why he's going to be an orphan. Okay, so that's off the table. The guy that has the two of the top five quarterbacks, he's not doing it, right? At the right. time, we thought Mahomes is just – it's not going to be – it's not going to happen. So we're, we're at this point. 
you know, we've we've gone through a half hour or so with the show, and we're like, all right, Herbert's probably the last guy in the mix where it's like, okay, I'll forego the future, even right. if it's an overpay in value, because if I can secure one of the top five, seven quarterbacks here, maybe you look back in two years and you lose out on the deal, but your team's good enough and it's young enough and it's strong enough to forget what all that other stuff is, right? So you make this deal, you send it, it gets accepted. Now, this is the crazy part about leagues, and I want to just challenge everybody that says their their league is dead, and something we had on AMA as the thumbnail, like fine-tuning your dynasty team. Right now, it's dead, okay? Mm-hmm. How dead is it? I'll tell you how dead this league wasn't, even though we thought it was dead. This deal goes through, and the DMs from the Mahomes owner, which I will tell you, and Mike, you can <laughs> say the, the offer... Oh, in the, in the in the chat, league, league chat? chat, right? League chat, because right, you got you got some. Every time a trade goes through, man, everybody everybody flopped. has something to say. The worst part: Monday morning. Cor- I will say this: one of the worst things in Dynasty, and do not be this guy. Monday morning quarterback on. You weren't going to make an offer for that, but you, oh, I would I would have done that. Well, you didn't make the offer. Or the flip side, which this is even worse. Well, I was going to accept your offer. Right. Well, then why didn't right. you just accept it? The, the Patrick Mahomes owner puts in there, I would have taken that trade. Uh, I was going to take the one that he sent me, and I just go, damn. And it was worse. The worst part it, is that the 24 early first would have been Mike still. He would have sent one of those other 24 first in a big package. Them, yeah, two of them with a bunch of okay players. Oh, two of them, sorry, yeah. Right, two of them with a bunch of, like, you know, Trey Lance. Chig, Trey Lance, Monko, right. right. And he just was going to take a bunch that. Of, you, you throw a bunch of names at him that are – they're good – or okay, but they're just not Patrick Mahomes, right? And I grease you enough with some draft capital, and you go, right. okay, it's a big sure. package. I can't say no. And he he goes, I, w- I was just about to accept that, and I go, damn. And then <laughs> like, on I, the back of that, wasn't there someone else that was talking about? Uh, the Josh Allen owner goes, yes, I would have taken that as well. <laughs> the one for Josh so, Allen. I go, Jesus. Here's the point. All right, so Mike Mike ends up getting what he wanted done. The problem is that he he's you know having a little bit of buyer's remorse because he feels like <laughs> just whether this whether this is Fugazi Fugazi whatever like he feels like he could have gotten a better deal for a higher end quarterback. Right, right. Okay, so that sometimes is going to happen. I would say not that often, but sometimes it's going to happen. But the point I will make as a challenge and something everyone can learn from this: when you think your league is dead. We have a lot of subscribers for Mike and myself. We have over 1,700, by the way. Everyone really appreciate you guys tapping in. Hope we are giving you value. But we are a small number of people that are watching this. Even the three, 4,000 sometimes we get on shows. <laughs> when you talk with the, the – when you're watching and learning from this, right, a lot of it is market values. A lot of it is very intricate, deep-level stuff. Don't assume everybody in your league is – accustomed to the same things test the waters out have you have you gone and explored if you're in a lineup start 10 every one of the top seven quarterbacks if you haven't done that forget everything you've learned on the show go do it right now that's where you start in a lineup start 10 go do that first right make sure that you are not you're you're leaving no rock unturned make sure you do everything you can to explore all the deals possible because you never know what deal will go through and what deals could have gone through. I mean, like right. we, when you went into this, I'm personally thinking 
this type of a league, I play in these leagues, this economy, he's gonna get he's gonna get told, piss off, piss off, piss off, piss off, kick rocks. Mm-hmm. Three of the top five said they would have taken the deal you sent. <laughs> right. right. Go wow. go go send out offers is the uh the theme of this, whether you hate Love Mike's deal, by the way. Let us know if you do or don't like it. But uh, there it I, is. I love this one because on the trade show a couple of weeks ago, we had talked about this exact same league. It was the Jared Goff for the Oh, that was that same one? I didn't know that part. Okay, same exact one. Beautiful. I think I, I think I said at the time, like, Jared Goff for first, however you want to slice it. Like, I'm going to make the bet against his team, and it gives me ammunition to go try to get an elite quarterback at a later time. I just didn't know it would be a few weeks. <laughs> That's it. Um. Okay, let's get into trade two. Mike, uh, holy cow. Here's what I'll say. Goat Rings isn't all the way back because we've seen some just, I don't know what these are, but this is um, the OG, the old Goat Rings. 12 team, two quarterback. 12 team, two quarterback. PPR lineup start at 11. He's back. Now, for those of you that think about that, two quarterback, right? What that doesn't mean is you just roster any quarterbacks because. The Burley 71 side is getting two quarterbacks to play for the same team, and nobody gives a shit about Bailey Zappi. But it's Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, Jonathan Mingo, Kadarius Toney, Jameer Gibbs. Now, the other side, Goat Rings, is, is receiving. Now, now, real quick before I get to that, Burley 71, Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, Jonathan Mingo, Kadarius Toney, Jameer Gibbs. A week ago, I told you guys to do this in a lineup league like this. It's more shallow. Think about how many of these pieces I'm going to start. The answer on this question, Mike, maybe you're starting Mac in a pinch. Like honestly, I like Mac. You and I both like Mac relative to the like the Mac. field, but a lot of that is best ball minded, right? Like if I have him in lineup as my quarterback three, that's fine. But I don't actually want to have him as one of my two starters in lineup start eleven. Will I start him? Sure. It's not what I want to do though. The only person I'm like okay starting in lineup start eleven on the other side is Jameer Gibbs. I'm like yeah, that's I'm in. I I, I no want question. that. The other ones are, I mean, Bailey Zappi, please, God, no. Help me, unless I'm totally wanting to get one-on-one. Mac Jones, Mingo, Tony, I don't really want to start him. Let's go to the other side now. Seven goat rings. A. Rich, if he's playing, I want to start him. Um, yeah. Christian Watson. Lineup start 11 is deep enough in 12-team that I, I probably am starting him. Like, either he's either receiver three or a flex of some sort. A 24 first and 24 second cannot start, but when I exchange them for currency of players, 24 first can absolutely and should start, and the 24 second can be a spot starter. This is this is uh, this is old goat rings, man. Mike, I, I'm done. I gave you all the description of how this is four probable starters mm-hmm. for one. My uh, goodness, man, stupid. A rich over Gibbs and uh. It's not necessarily close. I love Gibbs to death, man. I do. But 2QB, A-Rich is the pick at the 102, the 101 every single time. No question about it. Um, so what do you add you, on? Would you take – let me ask you this. Let's say. Let's just say, though, that yeah, somebody was willing to make that even, which is not happening. No. No. Would you – let me ask you this. This is a, this is a not, good I'm question. I'm not even going to say somebody should make it even. They're dumb if they do. I agree with you. But let me say, the reason I want to do that is because now we have all the pieces to work with, and I'm going to ask you a question. In a 12-team, two-quarterback, PPR lineup start 11, would you take a 24 first for all four of these pieces? 
a 24 first for all four of these pieces. Mac Jones, Kadarius, Tony, Jonathan, Mingo, and Bailey Zappi. Or Would 24 first. No. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you this. What is the piece here um, that is the, the holdback in the 24 first? This is what I was getting to. Okay. Um, okay, cool. Sorry. They damn, rich Gibbs damn. thing. Cut you off. My bad. They rich Gibbs thing is easy. Okay. Yes. Agreed. I take the A-Rich side. Um, it does need pluses added to it. And I don't know what the hell you do. Uh, if I added Mingo and Tony, it's still not enough. <laughs> okay. Agre- but Wait. Uh, in the format, especially, no. Let's just play advocate. I'll say it's Mingo. Okay. Okay. I'll say it's Mingo. Mac Jones or a first and a second. I love Mac Jones to death. Um, but I will take the first and the second. I'll cash I'll, out. I'll take, honestly, Mac is very much format dependent for me. And I, I like him still. I think he can bounce back. I, I think last year was uh, unfair to give him a defensive guy calling plays, all that. But yes, like if you tell me in lineup start 11, man, I, I, think, I think I'm really considering just taking the 24 first. But the second puts me over the top. No, I'm not taking just a 24 first. You can piss out of here. We just did a QB horde episode. Max still falls into that tier for me. I'm not taking your random 24. Now, first. if I had a quarterback horde going, I think that's a different conversation. If he's my Doesn't quarterback four or five. I'm, well, not yeah. ba- I'm not bailing you out for just a first. You give me a first and a quarterback back. You give okay. me a first I don't, and something back. I don't view it the same way because if I don't have a quarterback horde going, I think the 24 first can buy me something north of that where Mac Jones is going to end up on my roster. Now, if I have a quarter, if he's my quarterback four or five, I'm 100% with you. You got you to gotta pay up for Mac Jones. But if I – in trying to maneuver pieces, I don't think Mac Jones uh, trades for a lot in that format given the lineup starting. But uh, okay, but, but the second we both agree if if it was a if the first is not quite there, the second is easy um, for Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no question about it. First and second though, I'll take it. Uh, then it's Christian Watson left over for Kadarius Tony and a zero in Bailey Zappi. <laughs> that's a I'm not even the biggest Christian Watson guy, but that's a home run slam dunk. There's, Everything he did here. There's no way to. There's no way to even make it close. If I'm just no. gonna, I'm just gonna go to the next trade because <laughs> we can. Not, we can agree and disagree on Mac Jones. Not. We can agree and disagree on all these things. But when we talk about the trade, um, as it's, a whole, it's, we it's, get back to the original. What we're talking about this trade is no, thank egregious. You. Egregious. No. And what do you say? I don't know if he's back. He's back on that one. He's making well, that that trade. He's back now. If he does that yeah. again and again, um, he's back. You don't have to be back all the time. Like John Wick said in the first John Wick, the best John Wick. There you go. I'm thinking I'm back, right? It only takes him being a badass one time to actually be back. So seven goat rings, you've been anointed again. You're back. He's back. Uh, For that trade, he's back in a big way. Um, Sometimes, that's the other thing. If you win a trade to that degree, you can lose three of minuscule degree. It doesn't matter. What is this Lamar Jackson thing? Mike. um, What's going on? The theme of... For those that don't know, um, you didn't watch last week. or I'm sorry, not last week. On Saturday morning, because you're looking at this on Wednesday. The Lamar stuff, I I don't know where these – and I don't think these are most leagues. These laundry list long stuff. Like lineup start nine, lineup start tens, and you get this laundry list of things on the right, which aren't quarterbacks in the elite range even close for Lamar. Okay, Mike, let, let, let's just forget for a second. Let me read the trade for people on podcast. Twelve team superflex yeah. PPR lineup start ten. Um, I'm gonna not even gonna. I'm gonna. We're gonna take Tyler Lockett completely out of the deal for right now. Okay, Go he ahead. doesn't even exist. So Doesn't it's Lamar matter. Jackson straight up for AJ Dillon, the Slim Reaper, 
the 24th third, another 24th third, so two 24th thirds, juicy stuff, and a single singular 24 first with no quarterback. 12-team Superflex PPR lineup start 10 after, again, after Lamar Jackson has been compensated to the degree he feels he should be. I don't get this, man. Um, I like Slim Reaper quite a bit, man. And 24 first, we'll talk about... Lineup start nine, lineup start ten leagues with Superflex twelve team is all about elite quarterbacks. What are we doing? Yep. This is insanity. Yep. Smitty's good. Smitty's good, no lie. And there's only one scenario where this trade works out for the other side. Only one. One on one, one on two. You get a quarterback on that twenty four first. Yeah. Caleb Williams or Drake May is everything that we think they are right now. And then some. And there you you're go. like, Okay, I traded water and I got Smitty. Congratulations to me. I won this one. Anything outside of that outcome, you got host. Got the host. Cra- the crazy part, and the reason I say leave Lockett out, okay? <laughs> because, because now you factor Lockett in and you go, man, I'd pay every bit of this for Lamar Jackson. A random first, a third, a third. I'll send you Slim Reaper. I'll send you A.J. Dillon. Just give me Lamar. And somehow that somehow you got Lamar or you got Tyler Lockett just like, all right, let's just throw him back here. Why not? I need something back. Give me, Give me Lockett. I mean, the thing about it is, too, right, when you look at the pieces, okay, and the way that this format should be played. Now, again, this goes back to the point we made with Mike's trade. Like, that's why you try stuff. And um, part of the reason I put it on, Mike, is following the deal you made and put it on the same show is, like, try stuff. Like, I bet you a lot of times people will make an offer like this or they won't even do it. They're, like, pulling up, oh, man, this is just – this is stupid. Why am I – what am I doing? <laughs> this is so egregious. There's no I can't way. even – they're going to think I hate them. Well, right. I'm one of them I've, people that just tries to bend everybody over in the league. They're going to hate me. Right. I'm going to lose credibility with this manager right. in future deals that I even sending this offer. Now, I'm not suggesting you, you know, necessarily do this, but, you know, maybe dress it up a little more and send stuff like that. You never know. I'm telling you, you don't know because I'm, I've seen deals that are real money deals like this right. on the same week. So here's the point, though. Okay, when you look at how it should be, let's talk about leave the what people might consider themselves or convince themselves that this is going to become. Let's talk about it from lenses we know. Lineup start 10. A.J. Dillon we value because he's any running back on a 53. It's not because he's projected to be ahead of Aaron Jones. It's I think he's honestly overvalued even still to be honest in Dynasty. But in lineup start 10, like any running back on a 53, A.J. Dillon, cool, I'm in. Devontae Smith, they, I think he's very, very good. Um, any format, I want him. I think he's a difference maker. I'm not going to put him in the elite category with the, like, you know, A.J. Browns, the C.D. Lambs, but I think he's in the next tier and, and comfortably on – there's no format where he does not matter for me. But then we kind of stop as far as what we're talking about here. 24 thirds, even if you package him up, maybe you get a spot start. A guy that spot starts for two, three weeks, maybe, right? We know thirds are, are not good – bets as far as if you held him and kept him. So, okay, again, let's just, you're taking those as the 24 first. You're talking about Lamar Jackson. You're talking about Tyler Lockett. Like Tyler Lockett is a, you know, a one-year bet really is what I'd call it. You know, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, he could probably cliff. He could probably really suck, but he was like wide receiver eight last year. Geno's back. I know JSN's there, but maybe you know, JSN takes a little while to develop. They they still have Tyler Lockett on less coverage. Like, I'll take him. Especially when I get Lamar. I'm telling you, Mike, I would trade all of that 
and another first for Lamar without Lockett. And I'd probably even add something like inconsequential to the deal that wasn't another 24 first or 25 first to this. This is absolutely ridiculous, um, almost in any format, honestly. Easy money. Easy money. (laughs) Absolutely crazy. All right, Mr. Wonderful. Um, The only thing I don't understand about this deal, let me just read it. 12-team Superflex PPR, tight end premium, start 11 best ball. Um, Apparently we're acquiring Matt Corral still in deals in best ball. No. It's not two quarterback. Even then, I'm cutting him or I'm trading him. I want want to be the person that's uh, sending Matt Corral away. And it feels like you're you're looking at getting the room of like handcuffing Bryce Young because it's Matt Corral and Bryce Young. So I no. I would strongly in best ball not advocate for doing this. Now if Matt Corral was just a piece thrown in the deal and this was sent to you and you're going to cut him or get rid of him, fine. But uh, Matt Corral and Bryce Young being acquired for Ryan Tannehill, a 25 second and a 24 first. Mike, market values, points per game values, everything included. Reading Bucks or Mr. Wonderful One? This I could see possibly. Now, market value is going to say Bryce Young over all this. Um, in a best ball, I mean, honestly, if Ryan Tannehill, you were to tell me Ryan Tannehill starts the entire year and he, you know, does some of the things that we've seen Ryan Tannehill do, it's not crazy to say that he would outscore Bryce Young and then you're walking away with a first and a second. Not crazy. Personally, I would rather just have right. the Bryce Young side. Right, uh, it's much safer than, than betting on a quarterback like Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I do kind of understand the other side, um, but yeah, I want the Bryce Young side without really diving into something that should be so easy. I want the Bryce Young part of it. The Matt Corral thing, though, when you talked on it, like I don't know, Adam, maybe maybe you felt the deal was so good that you didn't counter back and you accepted it. If you ask for Matt Corral, I'll tell you this in a best ball. There's no reason to be rostering Matt Corral. You you should. I mean, honestly, I, I'm not even exaggerating. You'd have to get to like roster 45 or something. Like where you're just yeah. there's there like you you're, you're talking where it's so barren on the on the wire that uh, right. he's a body he's a body now at this point. Like all the tight end threes on every team yes. are picked up. Right, uh, <laughs> every J- wide receiver uh, Ruck- five and six is off. off Rucker Rucker is rostered everywhere in those formats, and there's right. guys below him that are rostered, and it's like okay, well, yeah. Matt Corral's out there in, in in best ball, especially because you don't want to roster a lot of zeros. And Matt Corral, when I weigh reward versus him being a zero for most of the year doesn't give me enough reward to make the roster worth it um and burning one of my few zeros i probably have so um like that I, would, I would take in a best ball league i'd take five dollars in fab long right. before i take i take a i'd take a fourth i'd take fab money i'd take uh take fifth, I, i'd even i'd even take one these. of these receivers that people think are trash but might be like you know what honestly this is crazy this is this is how this should give you context I saw, uh, and now this is conjecture season, but Semi Fajoko was inside track for wide receiver 3-4 in Dallas. There we go. I take Semi Fajoko. Give me that because when he when he is, he's on my team, and if he isn't, boom, you're right back to the wire as well. But uh, Matt Corral is not going to start ahead of Bryce Young. They've invested too much. They, it, they've told you they showed their cards. There's just no, there's no upside. Um, so anyway, Mr. Wonderful, um, after the fact, you know, Monday morning quarterback, speaking of that, 
uh, I would get rid of the Matt Corral thing. But uh, I, I'll be honest. Here, here's the one thing in this trade when we talk about it seriously before we get to the next one. Best ball principles probably say, okay, you're getting a quarterback. You're getting a 24 first. You're getting a 25 second. You're looking at Bryce Young. He's a rookie. And, you know, points per game wise, I'll be honest. Like, I, I don't really envision Tannehill, even if Bryce Young struggles and doesn't have weapons, outscoring him. Um, but to your point, like it's, it's not outside the realm of possibilities. Like when you said it's not crazy, like I wouldn't be sitting here like, holy crap, how did that happen? But I definitely project Bryce Young to score more. But I think the bigger thing for me, why I want Mr. Wonderful side is this. And I think this is also another point of why I want to talk through a lot of these trades in more depth than some people want to just rush through them. A lot of this is knowing your league. Okay. So if you're telling me this is a, you don't get to trade a lot and you wanted to make this trade and you want to try to get more 24 picks and make a big play at something, fine. I get what you're doing. Ryan Tannehill feels really, really crusty, but if it's in a bigger play of multiple trades, I'll allow it, right? Mm -hmm. If this is just a singular trade, I don't like it. But the reason I take the top side, as long as you know your league, see, I know right now that Bryce Young is going ahead of Dak Prescott in in startups. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. And and, and this this is some of the stuff I think that sometimes... When people just tell you who they want in a deal, like you got to walk through some of the other big pieces of it and know in your league. Because here's the thing, right? If I come to in a league where quarterback, the elite ones, let's even not even say the elite ones, let's say the top 12, 13 ones are like they're not getting moved. These managers are smart enough where you're not buying these. Ryan Tannehill, 24 first and 25 second, ain't getting any bit of an owner's attention from Dak, Fields, no. Lawrence. But you know what, Mike? Okay. Bryce Young, and Bryce Young. You, you, Matt Corral, get rid of it. Right. But now you're 24, right? A, a player, right. all of a sudden, maybe now instead of having Ryan Tannehill, we're having a totally different conversation, which is where yes. I think sometimes the principles and what you're doing and understanding your league is why this show is so important is what's your league like? What is your team like? What assets do you have to play with? All that I don't know about this trade, but I think it should really help you. And when I look at it in generalities, I think Bryce Young gets the conversation to so much different than what does the Ryan Tannehill side here. Thousand percent. I'm with you on that one. Bryce Young gets you to the table of actually having a good conversation about a good quarterback that could help you win. Ryan Tannehill does not. Ryan Tannehill makes most people at trade offers go completely limp. Um, Yeah. All right. So, uh, Jesus Sanchez. Mike, Mike, the 104 becomes C.J. Stroud. So we had Bryce Young last deal. Now we got C.J. Stroud here. C.J. Stroud, which is the 104 in the trade, uh, in 225 seconds. Or George Pickens, Isaiah Pacheco, and a different S. Sanchez, 16, 24 first. So it's called a random 24 first, Pickens and Pacheco. Or C.J. Stroud in two seconds and 25. 12-team Superflex PPR lineup start nine with no tight end premium. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody in their right mind that would trade Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, any of those guys for a single 24 first random at this point. No question. I hope, I hope, I hope that's not your process. You're doing it wrong. Um, would you toss George Pickens into that deal? No, maybe we could have a conversation about like, I I think that's, I think that's now fair. I think that's now fair. Or value wise fair. Forget what you think about Pickens value value wise. wise, Right. Value wise, I think it's fair. Uh, the Pacheco for the two seconds. I'll sell Isaiah Pacheco everywhere. I get two seconds, even if they're in twenty. Even in twenty five, I'm with you. Two seconds, even for Pacheco. I'm out. 
Yep. That's what makes it easy for me is like I get the quarterback now in a start nine. I get to start the clock on the quarterback being elite a lot sooner than the person in 24 who, one, also has to carry the risk that that pick is actually in the range of getting a quarterback in 24 because we don't know how many there will be. There might only be two. There might only be one. There might be five. But your pick still needs to land in that range where you can land one in a start nine and your clock on that quarterback starts a whole year later. I get off Isaiah Pacheco for, you know, two seconds, essentially. Uh, my toss in for that time difference is George Pickens and a start nine, which George Pickens really doesn't mean too much to well, me in a start nine. He's fine. He's good. He's, yeah. He just. I'm just That's, not comfortably pushing the button on George Pickens every week in my lineup feeling really good about it. That, that there, I see. All right. There, there's so many little things here, and I, I, this is a shorter show. There's only seven trades, but like they were putting together in unison in, in, with intentional purpose. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the the theme is, I think, seen. Uh, there was so much I saw comments between ours and Destination Debbie, and I know Scott has been getting yelled at in Twitter and all. You were wrong on the twenty three class. These picks aren't that great, and all this stuff. And I think. Like context and picks and how you utilize them and move them or draft them is a massive, massive edge or detriment in Dynasty. Yeah. And I think this trade show should show you how that works. And if you take your 23 picks from this year, right, and you were like, all right, this class is dope. I'm just going to hold, hold, hold. There was a point where you held for too long and then you got stuck with – you know, Quentin Johnson, you got stuck with, you know, reaching on Kincaid or whatever, Char- Charbonnet, whoever your your flavor was in the back end. Yeah, when you made the selection, that was not the optimal use of, of first, okay? But the reason I say that is I want to walk through how this trade could work or not work for both sides. Like, if you're the Christian Marine 11 side, right, what has to happen for this trade to work for you? What has to happen is Pickens has to completely change his target earning percentage um, has to become the alpha. The offense probably has to take a step forward. Pickett has to take a step forward. We're talking about a lineup start nine here, right? Like this is a shallow starters, elite yeah. players difference maker. Pickens, I like him a lot, honestly, relative to consensus. I think I am starting to really cool where I was and get yeah. more out and trade him away. As you saw, I think on the deal earlier, I traded him away and got yeah. into the Tyreek Hill business. Here's the thing though. Pickens has to hit. Pacheco has to like, sustain and maintain a workload and probably even get a little higher than what he did last year when the running back position in the seventh round picks just isn't historically great for that. Then this 24 first has to become probably a top three pick. Like you got to hit three different things. Yes. All going in your favor for that, that, that thing to work out. Yeah. No, thanks. CJ Stroud is a quarterback that although it's not Bryce, he's in the third. He's going right where Kyler is, man. Right now. Think about that one. Yep. Right now. Right now today, you can get off of an asset that's troublesome in Pacheco. I, I like him, but like let's call it what it is. It's just not the safest bet. Pickens is talented, but we don't line up start nine. What do we know? This 24 first, unless it's early, you're getting a third round startup and a quarterback that gets you to the table in a position that matters here is quarterback. And then the seconds are the cherries. Like those are the cherries on top, mm-hmm. like that. And that I th- and then think about it from that lens too, man. Like, look at the look at what first we're buying earlier, right? 
And what people are doing that makes sense is utilizing the picks at the right time to go buy the things that matter. And I'll send a random 24 plus these two players to go secure CJ Stroud because you don't even have to bet on CJ Stroud. You can bet on what he buys you at the quarterback room in a lineup start nine in the economy there. So like, there's just so many different things that uh, make these trades all sync up for me, even though they're different managers, different leagues, different settings. Yeah. I, I, I like it a lot. So um, I'm in on that one side. I don't know if there's any disagreements. Nope. All right. Um, Slenmo, uh, newer Savage tier member. Rashad Bateman, Jaden Reed, 24 third and a 24 first by Dazed Confused. Um, woof. Mike, Miles Sanders and Kenneth Walker on the other side. We got a 12-team Superflex PPR with a 1.5 tight end premium. Um, it's lineup start 12. Okay. Lineup start 12, it's a, it's getting big enough to where, like, you know, depth's a little more important, but you still want the studs here. Rashad Bateman, Jaden Reed, 24 third, and a 24 first from Days and Confused, which, by the way, Days and Confused is sending that 24 first in June for Kenneth Walker and Miles Sanders, which we talk about as a process and the greatest. We don't know where that 24 first lands, Mike. What do you think about this trade, and where would you want to go? I'm I'm a lot higher on Rashad Bateman after talking with the bro fantasy pros than I was before. But I don't think it's crazy to say that Bateman, Sanders, I really don't care, man, to just pick one. You know what I mean? Like, sure. They're about the same, to be honest. Sure. Bateman's got his warts. Miles Sanders is a running back. <laughs> but, the one difference, though, I think, real quick on format, like if you tell me this is lineup start nine – Right. I'm probably leaning more of just even though Sanders isn't the sexiest, I'd rather have that running back in there. You're gonna start him a lot more, yes. Than Bateman. Now when start twelve, we're talking like, all right, I can probably get Bateman in my lineup more often. Or or trade him in more value. I think this comes down to the Kenneth Walker and you know, the Jane Reed, the the twenty four third, whatever. But where's that twenty four first? And if I'm if I'm Senmo and I would like to get off of Kenneth Walker, right? I don't feel good about Kenneth Walker. If I can project that where I know it's not, you know, you you touched on it. The guy's sending his own first in June. But if I look at it and I go, man, he is leveraging himself already and he doesn't have a QB2 or he doesn't have a QB3 or his QBs aren't the strongest. They're kind of old or they they right. have their own warts or, right. You know, his wide receiver room is is old with warts or whatever the case may be. He doesn't have the draft capital anymore to fix it if this team goes south. Yep. As much as I still like Kenneth Walker, I will say I will make that bet. Now, if yep. you told me this guy already had a, a stack team, right? He's rocking Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert at quarterback. He's got somebody else's 24 first. He's got... A running back room that's pretty good. It's a start 12. He's got the wide receivers. He's already got the threshold. He's got tight ends. You know, we've seen those teams. If I came to you and I told you I want to buy your Miles Sanders and your Kenneth Walker off, and it's going to cost me my Bateman, which I probably wasn't starting anyways, a Jaden Reed, which I definitely wasn't starting anyways as a rookie, and uh, I'll give you my first, which is probably the 110, 111, 112 at best. Adam, you look at me and you go, no, nah, man, I'm not – not basically locking up the title for you in June. I'm good. If your roster constructed properly, I would leverage that. I talk about not doing it in June, but for this, if the right offer came up and this is the right offer, in my opinion, yes, I'm willing to make the bet on Walker and Sanders, right? I'm not plugging them into my RB one and two spot, but say I already had other good running backs and these are going to be my RB three and four or RB four and five building depth. 
I could do it. I could do it. It's just that 24 pick, man. Where does it land? And with no, not knowing context or anything and knowing Senmo, he's probably looking at it going, yeah, I think this guy's over leveraging himself in June and I'm going to bet against him, which I'm completely fine with. And, and see, see, I think like um, one of the things I like to do and I've been trying to do more of in my own leagues when I'm looking and you know, whether it's team reviews and the trade show, like when you look at this in value wise, right? Um, like I do agree with you. I see the scenario if your day is confused saying, you know, I'm getting like, like I still kind of believe in Kenneth Walker. Right. Uh, probably you're, you're saying like I, for whatever reason, you're having trouble leveraging this first and you're wanting to, I don't think it's the right play, but get off of it and just get player value into your team. Like I see the scenario where you're buying Walker low. And you're saying, like, I'm going to get Sanders, and it fits what I'm building better. Okay. Like, I I, I get that aspect of it. And, like, value-wise, and what I'm seeing, like, it's not it, it's not crazy to hear that and understand it. But when I think about what I want to do with my teams and looking at this, like, it's, it's different for me in this lens, okay? Like, I have so much Kenneth Walker. Like, I can speak to it from leagues and leagues and leagues. Best mm-hmm. ball. Lineup. Uh, start nine, start 10. Got Kenneth Walker shares. I got lineup, start 12 shares. I have best ball, start 10, start 12. I have them all. I have all the Kenneth Walker shares in all the different economies. Here's the thing about it. Like startup values will tell you he's 309, RB7. But I can promise you, outside of startups, he does not trade for 309 and it's not even debatable. So I'm already going okay. Like I like him still. I think he's valuable. I think he's... um, based on the community probably being slept on. But then I'm like, he's 309 startup. Like his key trade cut price isn't really coming down all that crazy. Like, is he really that, that cheap? Now, if you're saying it's a random 24 first, okay. But here's what I'm thinking in the play. And the reason I wanted to walk through this real quick. Okay. If I say that I'm comfortable either way in this lineup, start 12 with Bateman or Sanders and cancel those out. Mike, like I like Kenneth Walker, man. I do. But if you're telling me Charbonnet was a pick that they utilized on him and I get a 24 first and I get a 24 third and I get Jaden Reed, I'm taking that side because of this. One, like Jaden Reed I think has the ability to pop or spike, not even necessarily for me to start him, but in a, in a start 12, people will trade more for those type of fringy assets where like in a lineup start nine, right. you're going to have a much harder time. So I, I'm, okay, I'm okay with Jaden Reed. Not necessarily I'm going to start him for the first five, six weeks, but maybe I will start him in bye weeks or maybe someone will pay up for him because he's a rookie that has a couple good weeks. The 24-3rd, not the sexiest of things, but I can buy a spot start with a 24-3rd. And lineup start 12 with bye weeks, spot starts are crucial, man. Like you're going to have to buy a crusty running back and use that pick for it. And the 24-1st, now if Kenneth Walker ends up being really good, maybe you can't buy Kenneth Walker with it. But damn it, why can't you? What if he's not really good? Why couldn't you maybe buy a Kenneth Walker type in the season? And you have no what if Kenneth Walker gets hurt? There's no in there's injury protection. There's three shots. And I can probably go get the Kenneth Walker side. And here's the last part that really, really pushes it over the edge for me. I don't know what Slimo has, but I know how I would be in this league. What if that is his second or third or fourth? 24 first and now Kenneth Walker is you know fine I like him I buy him at cheap enough but what does three 24 first get me 
what kind of conversation can I have in that? Nothing here matters to what 324th first can get you. Going back to the beginning of the show where you can buy Justin Herbert, even if you think you're overpaying. <laughs> the I'm, take, I'm taking the slimmo side. Um, although I agree with you, it's not like it's a, what did you do? I just, I think process wise, I want that. Bad mood rising. Last trade, Mike, um, new patron, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, you're uh, quarterback one on the team you started with here for the 102, which we don't know here, but I'm just going to say like A-Rich, right? Like it's just mm -hmm. consensus is A-Rich. 24 first from Bad Mood Rising, which if you're acquiring T-Law, like you don't, it doesn't have to be late, but typically, you know, getting a guy like him in a lineup start 10 makes it late. And Romeo Dubs, I mean, you can have it almost in any format. So 12-team Superflex lineup start 10, short benches, I had to put that there. I normally wouldn't, but Romeo Dubs on short benches, goodbye. Um, See you. So T-Law. Right. T-Law versus the 102 and a 24 first, Mike, that's your own. I mean, come on. It's it's, it's kind of tough. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it is a little bit tough. All right. Right. Talk to me. I, I don't think in 2023, A-Rich is going to challenge Trevor Lawrence's position. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Um, so if this is done, and let me preface this, if this is done with the intention of I am loading up, going, you know, I got the assets, the 102 obviously is very intriguing to people, my 24 first. If I have the assets and I'm loading up, yes. If this is just done, Trevor Lawrence is going to be the best quarterback on my team, Adam. I am not in a position where I need to leverage my 24 first as well. You know what I mean? Okay, fair enough. I got those you. See, are, you're you're, you're saying you're saying you, you need you don't know with this trade if he for sure has the roster that says like correct. If you're your built roster, correctly. if your roster is built correctly, you have another top eight, top nine quarterback, and you're adding with Trevor Lawrence. Hundred percent, man. Leverage the shit out of it. Leverage the shit out of the one hundred and two. Agree. You assume the risk with AR, even though he could be fantastic. But you also assume the risk of my 24 first also being the 111, the 112, right? Right, correct. Because I'm going to go win the league. I'm going to get the money. Perfectly fine. Yep. If I'm just doing this in a vacuum, right, I don't have the roster. I don't have the other quarterback to go with it. I'm not doing it. I'm not pushing those chips So, in. so the risk because of a risk for you doesn't outweigh because, that 24 first. Because, because it's my 24 first, right? Because, Adam, what if this – what if this scenario happens, right? Trevor Lawrence is your best quarterback. I mean, we've all seen teams with one good quarterback but falter because the super flex is horrible. The rest of the rosters got awful. We've seen it. We've had him. All of a sudden, you're looking at something that's – I'm, I'm not even going to say the 101. I'm going to say it's the 102 or the 103. And there's a third quarterback, a Quinn Ewers, whoever the hell it is, right? Consensus, yep. top three pick. A. Rich has a good rookie year. Doesn't go down in value. Actually goes up a little bit. Now we're having the conversation about him and T-Law being very close in value, and you just walked into a top three pick the following year. right? There's a scenario where the receiving side getting the pick smashes the piss out. Now, I'm okay running that risk if I'm roster constructed correctly. Like, Could I still have a bad year with two really good quarterbacks? Yeah, for sure. But I also have two guys that values aren't going down, so I really just broke even in the end. Right, because my roster construction was so fine. That's that's where I'll caveat. If you're constructed correctly, oh yeah, 
I will leverage the piss out of AR and uh, my 24 first to go get an actual really good quarterback to help me this year. Got it. If I'm not, I'm not doing it, man. I'll just ride out and see what AR could be, and I'll keep that pick for flexibility. So uh, it's funny you went there because one of the things I thought was interesting about this deal, um, let me just say, I would say, I'm going to say like 70% of the time or more, I'm comfortable with the T-law side. But everything you said is exactly why there's at least 30% where I'm not doing it is if you don't have another very good, I'm talking 15 or higher quarterback that not just has this weight and dynasty, but actually has points per game solidified, right? Like cousins basically or higher as your other one. (laughs) Without injuries, you already run the risk of this pick being mid to early in 24. Now, that has to be prefaced and said because now if you've rostered right, uh, if you're making trades like this and you're nuanced and this roster looks really good, this is beautiful because you get off of the riskiness of A. Rich, although his I think his upside is, I'm not going to say unmatched, but it's in the elite department, right, his upside, right? Yeah. Um, but I also think T-Law has pretty damn high upside. So you're getting mm-hmm. off of the risk for – you know, a more sure thing, although it's not, you know, not exactly like this is Mahomes or it's, uh, you know, someone that's more proven. But I, I love what I've seen with T-Law. The difference, though, and why I think this is interesting, because the, the short benches gets me with Romeo Dubs. But here's the thing about the short benches, right? Let's say you got to cut down by a certain point. I don't even know what that looks like. Like short benches is something I don't really play in. I'll keep it real. But I can talk to what it looks like in the ideas of, like, players and things. Like, the 24 first is not a player. Right, so if you're telling me it's a short bench and it's even a 24 first range player, a Debo Samuel, cool. Here you go, have it. I'll take T Law. I'll get off. Hmm. You don't have to move the 24 first. It does, the short bench is completely irrelevant to the pick. Like if you're telling me you got a short bench, you're like, I'm gonna get off of Romeo Dubs, and I have other players. I'm already stacked. I'm gonna get off of someone that I gotta cut somebody. Fine, I'm good there too. But the 24 first doesn't actually help any of that. Um, so I think like, I'd say as long as he's rostered appropriately, like if if T law is your second top 12 quarterback, I'm in, if you have the right roster construction, you built this team the correct way I'm in, but Mike brings up the good point of one, like you don't have to move a 24 first, even if it's short benches. And then two, if you're not rostered appropriately, the worst thing you'd you'd like to see here is like, let's even say T law stays on the same trajectory. But let's say Arich starts to progress down the season. And then all of a sudden, that's 103. And that's either right. Caleb Williams, Drake May, or Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, you've won, but at what cost? Well, see, I recognize the uh, the counterpoint, other than the Romeo Dobson, because there's no way in hell I would ever ask for Romeo Dobson. But of course. let's be honest, Adam. If I was in a league, I had T-Law, and I didn't have another – quarterback worth of shit right my roster's not good i'm sitting there and i'm looking at it i'm going short benches i gotta get studs and start 10 the whole works right i just don't i don't have it i'm not gonna play the variance this team has got off what are my roots tearing down and i look at it and i go let me get the uh the guy who's going in the first round or the early part of second in the quarterbacks reset the age not that trevor lawrence is old and it doesn't really matter at the quarterback position but i also look at the team and i go yeah, I'll take AR, and especially if I look at it and I go, oh, man, T-Law is going to be his only stud quarterback. This roster could fail. I could be walking into a Caleb, a Drake May, 
a top three pick, a Marvin Harrison Jr., which would be a difference maker in 24. Yeah, I'll take the tear down. I'll take the two-for-one bet all day of the week, even though I love elite quarterbacks, but I'm not going to sit there and hold on to them if I don't have the opportunity to make my team that much better, right? Right. That, that's a thousand percent it, too, because the, the other, if you were to take the flip side, you're basically saying, okay, yeah, I do get out of the range that I feel comfortable in the quarterback, but I also think Anthony Richardson has enough upside and right. market tradeability to keep me in the mix where I can control the 24 first that I still want to bet against. And maybe I can get a rich and an asset that isn't this 24 first that I think is a lottery ticket into Justin Fields, into something else, right? If you're not even wanting to play the riskiness of the rookie and, you know, what could happen if a rich fails. So there, there's definitely the play on the other side, but I think overall, like the theme of a short bench and lineup start nine, like I'm comfortable consolidating to T-Law. I just would have to know here, are you – like, are you built right? If you're built right, I'm 100% in. But if there is question marks, I've had teams that didn't have question marks that have seen that be a 104, 103 pick, and then all of a sudden, the upside of a 24 first is tremendous. And that's the difference between if that's a Debo Samuel or a uh, you know Tony Pollard, a, a Ramondre, somebody that's in the same vein and value right now, but where that has so much different upside as anything that uh, players might. Good thing to know about the other side, too, if they are rebuilding, right? That just made their 24 pick all that much more worse. And that's the last point of the C. White side. If you wanted to rebuild, you could have three shots, if this plays your way, right. at, at hitting an elite A Rich and both of them next year if you properly play this. Your which pick is, and this one, right? Yeah. And, and who knows if you even continue to do this and you have all three of the top. 24 picks right that's it's right that's Sounds where stupid. like it's it's not on the surface all that clear I, for me personally in a vacuum if i yeah. if i know that it's rostered appropriately the t-law side easy but there's other intricacies and factors that make it a little closer than maybe what you see on paper i'm with you i'm with you that was a good interesting deal to end on buddy ah, damn it man i we agreed too much on that last deal because it was uh <laughs> That's I thought right. I I think a lot of people are going to look at that and be like, oh T Law, right? Like oh T Law, yeah. and yeah. I I don't disagree. Like again, we said, but I think it's there's risk there that might not be seen to the uh, you know random person just saying, oh it's T Law easy. I think it could be T Law easy, but it also might not be. So sometimes you got to look at the the full context of a trade. Uh, another trade show here uh, midweek, second trade show of the week. Mike, what do you think of the deals in totality? Um, on this show, we started off with yours, all the picks being leveraged. Uh, another ending with two picks being leveraged for T-Law. Curious your thoughts on the trades and the deals and what we call the Dynasty Dead period, supposedly. We're, we're doing two trade shows. The patrons are active, man. <laughs> we saw the whole spectrum of quarterback trades, didn't we? This is yes. definitely a QBX uh, episode. I don't know if we have multiple quarterbacks on the uh, Maybe we put them all. Right? Every one of them, just of them. boom. The so you QB got the Horde extreme of, of me overpaying for a quarterback. We got the the extreme of a massive underpay for Lamar Jackson. We got the extreme of, you know, moving off a top eight quarterback, which is hard to do. And right. running the risk of, of failing, but also running the risk of hitting a home run. So I thought it was incredible. It was a big quarterback episode. We had some other things worked in there, but big QB episode, which is always good to talk about, right? The extremes and the intricacies of the league and how they play out. But the biggest takeaway I had is, Adam, go out there and send some deals. Leagues may yes. be dead, 
yeah quote unquote dead never know what's gonna happen though man send some deals. that 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 i think is the biggest takeaway too for me uh, i don't like agreeing with mike this much but it's just the way it is it's the dead period that's what that's what everyone's saying like i'm talking about people that are tapped in and playing a lot of leagues okay we're doing two trade shows, but I'm thinking, all right, maybe we're going to be looking at deals like, uh, you know, the Melvin Gordon and a couple thirds and Chase Brown or something, right? Like, yeah. it's the dead period because this deal is, you know, it's very nuanced and you're trying to get a certain edge and look with it. We're not the, looking the, at those. The, this, whole, this whole show <laughs> was nothing but, like, monumental pieces and mostly in lineup leagues being traded. Like, that... That I thought was very interesting. In June, teams are willing to move off of elite quarterbacks after picks are already gone, right? Like, there's no more, uh, you know, surprises or what could be forecasting, wish casting. Yes. This is moving elite quarterbacks with not one coming back in June with the season coming up. That, that tells me I'm not and you aren't. Mike and everyone listening, sending out enough offers because look what Mike did in the first trade. Go send them out. If you're in a lineup league, start 9, start 10, start 11, probably even start 12. Go test out the managers. Elite, high-end quarterbacks that you think are untouchable. Just go see. Just go see. That's my challenge to you guys. Yes, sir. That's all I got, man. Go check out the website, southharmonff.com. Go get you some merch. Get you some merch. Get you the hoodie. We got giveaways coming. Uh, if you do want your deals featured on the show in a future episode, patreon.com forward slash southharmon. Um, South, S-O-U-T-H, Harmon. Um, make sure you're also, if you don't want to do either one of those, we totally understand. If you could just go down, hit the like, subscribe button if you found this useful. Comment, let us know what you think about all the quarterback trading and the hoarding that we've talked about on multiple episodes. But that's all we have for you this week. We will see you back here, same time, same place, midweek, next week, Wednesday, for the Dynasty Trade Show. We're out of this thing. Peace. Peace.